0: Hi, thanks for listening. This is the It's All Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hella Korn. Each episode, we get the chance to talk with another amazing Flutter developer. This episode, we'd like to be speaking with Norbert. Welcome, Norbert. Really happy to have him on the podcast. Can you share a bit about
1: yourself? So, I'm currently a student in Germany in the fifth semester of computer science. Um, I'm also a blog writer. Um, I write blog posts about Flutter. And I made quite a few open source packages for Flutter over the past year. So my background is, um, before doing Flutter, I was developing for Android for about two years. First as a hobby because it was a, a new Java and Android was quite cool to build for. And then later I also got a job in that. And yeah. Very cool. And what got you first interested in Flutter? So, um, it's actually a pretty funny story. It was a pure coincidence, um, it was this nice day, and as I was browsing for my YouTube feed, and there was this video about, I think it was a dark conf, I'm not sure, <clears throat> about a thing called Flutter. And so I scrolled past it, I didn't even click it, and the next day I was like, huh, there was this video, what, what was that? So I went back, searched for it, and I watched it, and I was stunned. It looked awesome. And I think it was at the very same day I actually started and tried out Flutter, and... I I was working on an Android app before, so I tried, okay, could I make that app in Flutter? So I did that, and in about two days, I had a working prototype, and I was so stunned. Um, I wrote my very first blog post, and that's how all of that started.
0: That's awesome. I think probably many developers have had similar experiences. Um,
1: so I know I've kind of
0: followed closely. I've seen many of your amazing projects. I'm curious if you can share uh, some of the things you're working on.
1: Um, Sure, yeah. So right now, I'm currently doing some experiments in the realm of for desktop or running for on our devices. Um, So the last experiment which a few might have seen is what I've called live reload. So basically what you have is you have an app and you go into the source code and select the value and then magically you live reload that value. Um, Either if it's a color with a color picker or a double with a slider or any other value, and all that happens in real-time. So there's no hot reload involved, which takes about 200 milliseconds, which is very fast, but live reload is real-time. Um, so I've been experiment- experimenting with that. I also released a Flutter ID proposal, um, which I've been thinking about quite a bit. Um, basically, ide- the idea is having an ID written in Flutter for Flutter. Um there are quite a few advantages to that. Um, if you want to know more about it, just to follow up, can you? Um,
0: well, two things. I mean, first of, all, can you talk about how the live reload actually works? And then I'd also, be, you know, would love to hear kind of what you see as some of the specific benefits by having the IDE built out of Flutter.
1: Okay, so the live reload is <clears throat> it's actually a bit hacky, but it works very well. And so what happens is the IDE itself um, selects the value and replaces the value in the source code with a variable. It then um, sends a signal. So um, the phone ID, which I've written before, uh, works on a client-server basis. So the client is the app running on the phone, or in the la- later case, on the desktop. And it's communicating with the server, which is actually hosting the files and interacting with Flutter. And when it requests the hot reload, uh, it goes to the server and the ho- the Flutter instance hot reloads the currently running instance of that editor. So it basically hot reloads itself. So what's happening is, in the source code, the value is replaced with a variable. It then hot reloads itself. The variable is hooked up to the slider. And when the slider changes, it basically just rebuilds the whole app. And when you're done with that and click Apply, it goes back to the server and says OK. Um, hot reload me again. In the meantime, or before that, it replaces the var- the value, the variable with the value you selected. Um, and it's all happening behind the scenes. So all you see is just some nice reloading, but there's actually some source code manipulation and some trickery going on. Oh,
0: that's really cool. And then also you talk about the IDE, uh, maybe some of the specific benefits you see by writing it with Flutter.
1: One of many benefits is that it's written in Flutter and Flutter developers know Flutter and writing plugins for the IDE or actually developing the IDE could become this open source community project, um, which I think would be pretty nice. Um, Also, because it's written in Flutter, there's some interesting interaction between the IDE and the source code because compared to, for example, IntelliJ, which is written in Java, um, you can't simply cross the boundaries between Java and Dart. But because the ID is written in Dart or Flutter itself, um, you can have some tricks to access Flutter code, the Flutter runtime in the ID itself. Maybe um, using this hot reload trick or some advanced um, engine manipulation where you could have multiple Dart code bases running in one engine and communicating (coughs) with each other. Um, And that may be possible. So it's still very experimental, I haven't been doing too much actual coding for it. Yeah, for for the most part, I've been doing um, research, experimenting, and talking to people. And in the next couple of days or weeks, I'm keep I'll keep going with the experiments, and I may try to implement something in that direction. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Very cool. And I and I guess the
0: one question would be: Could this be possible with a plugin? Or do we really need the whole IDE to get this level of integration?
1: So, all of this would actually be possible in IntelliJ. So, IntelliJ has those buttons which interact with Flutter itself. Um, For example, the show layout bounds. You click the button in IntelliJ, and it changes some state in Flutter itself. So, what's going on there is IntelliJ sends an event into the Dart engine into the Dart VM. Sorry. And the dark VM then forwards it through the engine to Flora, but there's so it goes through processes. It needs to be um, marshaled to the primitives and all of that stuff, and it's kind of hard to do advanced stuff in there. Um, I myself, I'm not completely sure whether a fully fledged idea in Flora is reasonable or makes sense, but I'm exploring the idea, and maybe. Um, something gets out of there. Nice. Uh, I definitely see value in the idea
0: itself. It's fascinating. Uh, It's very meta. I love it. (laughs) Uh, And good luck. I hope I I can contribute. Uh, It sounds like a really cool project. Cool. Thanks. Um, Can you talk about any aspects in
1: particular you like most about Flutter? Um, Yeah. So Flutter, all in all, is just awesome. So what I would say is the experience overall. Like... Compared to Android, before, when I was working Android, when I wanted to do a quick prototype, I wanted to pull a REST API and display it in the list. First, have to include a library like Retrofit, then do some interfaces, then do some classes, then to display it in the list, I had to do a, an, an adapter and all of that stuff. It was pretty cumbersome. It's like, hours went by before actually doing business logic or any actual stuff. Most of it is just setting up but in Flutter, it's super easy. Like you can have a prototype of um, something pulling a REST API and showing the list in about 30 minutes. All you do is async HTTP get, um, JSON decode, and there you go. Put it into a list. So I really think Flutter um, is bigger than the sum of its parts. Like having the simplicity of just using HTTP, then moving the data into widgets and during the whole process just hot reloading over and over without waiting for build times um, feels or is very powerful mm, definitely agreed um, are there things in Flutter you'd like to see changed? a few small things I mean Flutter is still in early development and it's, it's 1.0 now but there's still a couple of little things nothing drastic and I'm sure most of these will be fixed um, in the near future, for example, one thing I um, got annoyed by a couple of times is a theming. Like, <clears throat> there are widgets which use a color which is in a theme which you can't pass pass through. Like, I'm not sure where I have an example, but I think one button uses some color which you can't change from the outside. And what you have to do is wrap that button in a theme. Then the theme data copies the theme from above and just modifies that and it's it feels hacky and it's weird <laughs> and do you have any flutter tips you'd like to share um well there are very there are a lot of flutter tips but one tip i i'm not using too much myself but i'm getting into it and I wanna um, increase that is using life templates like there's so many occasions where live templates make sense for example what i'm using live templates right now for is stream builders like i have a live template for a stream builder where i type in strm i think and it just sets up the little boilerplate and i can type in the data type the um, builder and whatever and also for a new project like when you open a new project you have this boilerplate with a lot of comments and i just delete all of that right main app, and I have a very simple app which I can start working on. And I'm also always looking for new um, ideas to use live templates on. That's good advice. Uh, do you have any thoughts in general on state management? State management, yeah. Um, so I myself, I'm using the block better, which I like very much. Um, together with RxDart, um, it's just so powerful. Like, you have all of those operators in Dart and RxDart, and just passing through the finished objects to the widgets is pretty powerful. Um, but besides that, I think there's also um, more to it. Like, block is nice, but also having a good layered system is pretty important. Like, if you have blocks everywhere floating around and interacting with each other, I mean, it's better than having that logic in widgets, but still, oftentimes, a pretty big mess. So, having good layers. Um, Combined with the block pattern is, in my opinion, pretty good. And also, um, having state in widgets is not always bad. Like I always say as long as it's self-contained and it just works and it's tested, go for it. You have a widget which communicates with one other widget to provide some nice animation. You don't need block for that. You can just make that widget package or have it in a separate module and it works.
0: Is there any advice you'd give someone just
1: starting out? What I often see um, beginners do is just watch a bunch of tutorials, but never get out of that loop. Like, it's important to get started with tutorials and seeing how things work and building stuff. But my biggest advice advice would be just build something. Like, choose a project you like, choose something which what what interests you, and start building. Um, at first, it's gonna contain a lot of bugs, <laughs> and it's probably gonna be um pretty hard but over time it's gonna keep evolving it's gonna be better and it's in my opinion way more fun than following um something pre-made and ide of choice intellij android studio vs code something else um intellij so i'm using for flora intellij right now Um, but i'm actually using vs code for a c++ university project um and I've been using Android Studio before and I wanted to give it another try. So I'm not that biased and that means... <laughs> and finally, is there anything else you'd like to add or promote? Um, so yeah, check out my GitHub. Um, it's github.com slash norbert515. Um, I have a bunch of open source packages and also if you're interested in the Flutter ID and following that, um, I have it as a GitHub repository where basically it's just a GitHub repository with a, with a readme in it. Um, so if something's going to be built, it's probably going to be in there. Um,
0: yeah. Nice. Uh, we'll make sure to include links in the episode notes. Uh, Norbert, thank you very much for taking time to be on the podcast. If anyone listening likes to tell their story, go to com and click podcast in the top right. Thanks for listening.